1: Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Cult Film in Review. I am your host, Cody Everett, and this week we are doing Return to Oz. Hey guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Film underscore review. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. You can uh, all follow us individually, but we'll get into that later. We're talking about Return to Oz. It's a Disney film. Uh, It could be the best one, or it could be the worst one. We're going to let you know with our uh, thoughts about the movie. So you know what? Without saying much else, let's start the show. Hey guys, welcome to Cult Film and Review. This week, uh, we're doing <laughs> we're doing <laughs> Return to Oz. We're having a good time uh, here. We're going to talk about our week a little bit. Uh, I'm Cody Everett, your host. You can uh, find the show on Twitter at cult underscore Cult Film <laughs> underscore Review. Jesus, I just said it, but you can uh, find it there. Uh, you can also find us all individually at other places. You can find me on Instagram at official Cody Everett. Uh, I'll be there. I had a pretty good week. Uh, my nephew graduated eighth grade graduation, which is not a big deal, I don't think. But he didn't think it was a big deal either, so it's not they, like it crushes dreams or you know, anything. I yeah. think that's
0: the age where you look really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is like Everybody in between. Just, nobody looks attractive at all. At it, seventh, and that was very.
1: Grade. It was that was very true, and it was funny because it's also that time in life where you're just embarrassed by your parents and like. <laughs> Like every kid's parents were there like 10 times. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because it was like they call a name, they'd be like, uh, you know, Gun- uh, Steve Gonzalez. And Steve's Gonzalez parents would go nuts and Steve Gonzalez would turn like bright fucking red because he's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, when, the, when they said our, it was so funny. When they said my nephew's name, my whole family was silent. <laughs>
0: And I, and no I, one cheered.
1: No one cheered, and you I thought, "Fucking assholes I know. I no, we didn't. You should cheer. have brought air horns. No one. Someone did. <laughs> no no one get. cheered. No one cheered, and I thought to myself, "I bet he appreciated that." <laughs> 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 he so. like
2: he like looked over his shoulder
0: and gave a thumbs up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's Thank, what I thought. I, Thanks, I always family. love when
0: I'm like sh- like surprised by it. You know, when when you're sitting in, in with all the families and then somebody's name gets called and everybody just erupts like at the exact same time and you're like, holy shit! It's like a gunshot just went off in here. So and then
2: and then you get up there, you get like woo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be following that crowd. Yeah, no. no
1: the air horn f- was funny because like. The lady was like said the first name because they had a screen up of the kids and it goes in alphabetical order so everyone can figure out where their kid lies in yeah this you know what I mean more or less so like they knew their kid was coming she's in the middle of the name she's like Anthony and you just hear Anthony rah! and she like stutters because of the like the thing and I, I laughed <laughs> what was it an air horn <laughs> yeah someone brought an air horn to an eighth grade graduation oh, God.
0: oh yeah I went to my mom's graduation and she she got her associates. That's and awesome. uh, it was the same thing. Nothing had changed from high school. It was like all the same shit in, in the college graduation where it was like some, some families were silent and some families had the air horns and the whole fucking parade going. The whole, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Did you bring an air horn? No, no. You should have
3: brought I, that rap air horn like...
1: Dah! You <laughs> should have brought one of those. Oh my God.
0: Isn't that in like every Drake song? I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Anyways, enough about eighth grade graduation. Uh, Mike, how was your week? Where can people find you at? Oh, they can find me at, at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And uh, my week was pretty
3: good. Yeah. I worked a lot. It was the uh, Triple Crown, and I work in horse racing, so. I don't know what that is. The Triple Crown. It's the uh, Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, and the Knot Stakes. Oh. And now, of course, there's just. All this hype about whether or not... The, if, if if a horse hasn't won all three races in, like, I don't know, 75 years or something like that, and this horse has won two... So it's right there. So it's right it there, but again. this happens a lot. So yeah. history will tell you this horse will not win the Belmont Stakes for whatever reason.
1: So people are going to bet on that, like, insanely for it to win.
3: And no one will make any money off of it.
1: Yeah. It's going to be
3: the, Hold the on dead
1: favorite. Sorry. Turn off the fan. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a pause to turn off the fan. Turn off the <laughs> fan. The thing I like about cult film and review is that we're always professional. Yeah.
3: We're always prepared. Yes. You know,
1: we're and not, we're always hot. So. And we're not afraid to take risks. Yeah. So the Belmont Stakes are coming. Sorry. No, I'm done. Oh, that was That's it. it. There's not All really right. much more to talk about it. Chris, how was your week?
0: My week was pretty good. Like I said, I went to my mom's graduation. Oh, that was this week? Uh, it was
1: last week. Okay. It was last week on Friday. We took a little bit of a break, and I'll, um, we're gonna get we're gonna tell you why here in a minute when we get to the other person in the room. The uh, <laughs> uh,
0: reality won an award. For oh yeah, film. man! Oh, congratulations! congratulations. Yeah. thank you. Thank. You, thank you. Where was that at? Um, that was at my my school, Glendale Community College, that I made with like the guys there. So nice. It was cool. It was, and then um, my week was overall decent. I saw the weirdest thing on the freeway today that I think I've ever seen in my life, maybe. Like my brain couldn't comprehend what I was looking at. Um, So I'm going down the freeway and a guy in a, like a shitty BMW that looks like it was taken out to the desert and like burned and smashed comes like putting down the fucking middle lane. And I look over and his front um, driver's side wheel is literally off the ground. There's the the wheel is not touching the asphalt as it's moving. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then like, I see the car kind of like tip a little bit and come back and tip. And it's like kind of wobbling weird. (laughs) This tire must have been too small for the car. And I never thought I would see a car driving on three wheels. But this car was driving on three wheels. And that was just like a little... He, pro- Stand he probably for it. took it out. Was it the- like
3: an old BMW?
2: No, it looked actually pretty new. It just looked really fucked up. I wonder, I wonder if they took it out to the desert and like the frame was bent or something. So like, I it's just not didn't know it was possible to drive anymore. on three wheels. And I was like, is well, it's definitely not. Trick on, yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> <Yeah. yeah. laughs>
0: <Why> not. <laughs> it was making a really weird noise too, but it was like <laughs> I, it was something that I'd never seen before. My brain had a hard time comprehending what I was looking at. I was like, "Is that even possible to do that?" I like, guess I, it is.
2: After you saw this, you just went on with your day. Like, I hope um, he doesn't kill someone. No,
0: I, I mean, I said out, I, I literally said out loud, "Like, what the fuck is that?" To myself <laughs> in my car.
1: All right, Kyle. Uh, where can people find you at? How was your, uh? well, we a couple of weeks, or a week, a couple of days? Was it days?
2: What are you talking about? Oh, um, my, you, yeah. Hi, my name's Kyle. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram under pliskin 426 uh, My week was awesome. Like you said, we did take a week off. Um, I was on vacation. I was in Jamaica.
1: Yeah, how was that? Fucking awesome. Yeah, did you get wasted?
2: I got so fucking trash i was in an all-inclusive resort so you know booze was free which didn't really uh, i didn't really comprehend what that meant until i was at the bar the first day <laughs> and i drank and in three hours i was out cold it was like four thirty 30 p.m i was out just out like a light just done done and i woke up at like three in the morning the night that, that evening no memory of what had happened no, I can't. no, there's plenty of memories, just a lot of a lot of vomit and a lot of uncomfortable and a lot of <laughs> sadness and just just ha- hate, hating the booze going in and I I remember every drink cuz I the thought of them to this day still makes me kind of sick, so
3: I'll tell you free booze is like becoming a vampire. On the outset it sounds amazing and then you realize that it's a curse.
2: Yeah, because it's like <laughs> you feel like you feel like there's like there's like some that you have to uphold some like your end of the bargain. Like yeah.
3: I paid for free
2: booze, you're gonna give me free booze. I have to drink those, and I have to drink as much of it as you're willing to give me. Like
0: otherwise,
3: and they're willing. Otherwise, to I'm not doing as my much job. As possible, you know? yeah, right.
0: And, what do they get out of that? It's so
3: funny because you're trying to get your money's worth, but you're not getting your money's worth. No, it's fucking free. <laughs> 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 but you're used to fucking money rules. Somebody yeah. gives you a shot, you have to do that shot because yeah. somebody spent good money for it. Exactly,
2: like but you, not here. You, you, you want to honor that person. And that that charitable donation of that shot. Here it's just like here's a shot, and it's like okay, and you throw it. Yeah. Here's another one, okay, and it's like wait a minute, why am I sprinting to out to like drunkenness? Oh, the bar Do the bartenders be...
1: try to keep it rolling?
2: Oh my god, hell yes. Oh god, that's dangerous. Because
1: you probably have to tip them every drink, right? That you, is. You
2: you you technically don't have to. I was an awesome. Well, I, I'm an awesome anyway. person, so I I brought <laughs> with me like. Uh, like seventy-five bucks in ones, and I was just I was tipping like a couple bucks every drink, you know. God, like a strip club, getting real generous towards <laughs> the end there. did you
0: make no. it rain?
3: No, I did. What's up? <laughs> did you make it rain? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I brought seventy-five dollars worth of ones. <laughs> oh, I was
1: trying to hit up a Jamaican yeah. strip no, club. We, it didn't happen. Everybody we, was practically
0: we, sucking my my dick. <laughs> I don't know about that.
1: Not, not in Jamaica. Great. <laughs> can't that's, can't that's, wait to cut that out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah right?
3: that's, that's an edit.
2: <laughs> no, and then we uh, we did snorkeling, and then we were there for actually for a wedding. So wedding was beautiful was it, it was gorgeous they got married on a cliff. Nice,
3: and like with the sun setting behind them. Oh wow! Like
2: Jesus! Like you can't. get Did it. they have
3: to wait? Did they set the time at a certain time to like make well, yeah, sure they gotta, set that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. The, the wedding was down. set.
2: It was set to go at five.
3: You did you? <laughs> did you do that with your wedding? What are you talking about?
1: No, you can't. You know so <laughs> you can't just be like, oh,
2: we're having yeah. a sunset wedding. It starts at <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah.
3: no, no, no. But I know. <laughs> everyone's like, just hot waiting. I mean, did pe- God, no, did people have him. to wait? Like, oh God. Okay, wait. We gotta get the right sun. We gotta right thing I'm imagining like a film set. Like we gotta wait for magic hour no like no, something like that
2: it ended, up, it ended up working it ended up actually working out because um do this all the time it it there. It, it, <laughs> it, it, it it rains like clockwork at like three and four there so like rains there's... for two hours straight you mean yeah it rains but like i've never heard <laughs> three of rain. And four. i've never heard
3: of rain happening at clockwork oh it was, yeah every single day it was like two or three wow
2: downpour for about mm, five minutes And then on the day of the wedding, it was downpour for about 25 minutes. Like, oh shit, (laughs) that sucks. It was like the cock. It was during the cocktail hour. It just started pouring ass rain. We're all like huddled underneath it's this. Like, it's like this like little this little umbrella. Like the uh, fucking. We're like eating we eat hors d'oeuvres. Like everyone's
3: next to each other. It's like this sucks. Like the GNR video. <laughs> it's like November rain. People are just slamming oh. through cakes. <laughs> <I'm
1: just>
3: diving.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it was fun. I'm. I don't think I'd ever go back to Jamaica though. After. I, I did it once you know I
1: saw you, you, yeah you've been there you I had the experience
2: it. but like there's, there's so many other places that I want to go in the world yeah, so I'm not definitely gonna, I don't think that needs a revisit
1: awesome alright guys well thanks for listening to us uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Return to Oz so stay with us we'll be right back
3: hello Dorothy how
1: are you I
2: wish I wasn't
1: tied down <laughs> nothing to worry about what are those Oh,
2: when you're ready, we'll just put them over your ears and pretty soon they'll draw all
0: those unpleasant dreams out of your head. Then when you wake up,
2: you'll never be bothered by them again.
1: Hey guys, we're back. We're talking about Return to Oz, the Disney film Return to Oz. Uh, First thing I want to ask is uh, and I'm going to ask this specifically to Mike first because this is his pick. No, go with me last. Okay, okay, I'll go with you last. I'm going to go with uh, Chris first. We're going to put Chris on the hot seat first. Chris, I cannot figure out what makes this a cult film, so what makes this a cult film? I read before you answer that, I read it's because it's a closer adaptation to the books, but I didn't get that impression. If that, if it was closer to the books, then it still stinks. What? uh...
0: <laughs> I don't know because I don't think this is a cult film. I don't consider it a cult film in any way, like other than the fact that it's. Um, I, I would say it's artistic, you know, but I don't think it's. I don't think it's a cult film at all.
1: Kyle, <laughs> what makes it a cult film?
2: Um, I honestly, I, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. That's my answer. I don't fucking know. I think I, I. don't. I don't. I. I don't know. There's a cult following. I know. I. I can understand that. Yeah, people are stoked about it because yeah, it's a little, little closer to the original book. Uh, it was a total flop when it came out. Like it lost, it lost ungodly amounts of money when it came out, and people picked it up on on the home market. But I don't know why.
1: all right mike you are last then why is this a cult film please tell us okay
3: cody well you hit the nail right on the head the reason why is it is a closer adaptation there's actually 12 like somewhere around 12 novels of the oz franchise right Uh the uh wizard of oz the one that we know the musical is just the first book which is where dorothy you know she Tornado hits her, she goes to Kansas, she takes on the Wicked Witch of the West, she meets the Wizard of Oz, mm-hmm. and all these things happen. The only thing is, is that the Wizard of Oz, inter- the entire Oz franchise, is an incredibly dark tale. Okay. And the musical is very lighthearted, for the most part. Yes. You know, there's musical numbers, there's munchkins dancing around, they're having a great time, you know. Sure. Um, but this, this movie uh, basically deals with t- the next two books. Which is the wonderful? I think the marvelous land of Oz, and what is the other one? Um, Ozma. Return of Ozma. Ozma of Oz. Okay. Right. Oz. And basically, the the, the character of Mombi and the Nome King are like the really big villains that kind of permeate most of those novels. Okay. The Wicked, the Wicked Witch of the West. She dies in the first book. It's done. It's like an introduction to the to the world. Okay. And then it's not even Dorothy. Dorothy doesn't even come back a lot of times. Like she comes back, I think three or four books, something like that. But for the most part, it's, it's different characters. It's more about the world of Oz, not necessarily about Dorothy's story in it. But this one does use Dorothy because she was the one that was most known. The, my question is, so
0: Disney did both of these films. No, they didn't. No, no. no they did MGM. not. No. MGM did, did the, the first, first one. one. Okay, yes. MGM did the first one. Disney tried to jump on board. Because Disney actually bought the rights to it
2: No, wait. No, it didn't. You know, they they bought the Disney did in fact buy the rights, but by the time they actually made this, all of the all of the works was public domain, so
3: it didn't matter. Right. That's the reason why. The only thing they had to buy, which they apparently spent a substantial amount, a a substantial fee on, was the ruby slippers, (laughs) because in the original book, it's the silver slippers. Oh. Okay. So they actually had to buy that the rights to that because MGM had created that, but it was so well ingrained in the public sphere. That they were like, well, we're not going to go back to silver slippers. Like it's so well known that the ruby slippers are like this big main thing. So that was the one thing they had to spend a bunch of money on. Hmm. And this is why one of the a number of things that made the budget of this film was I think it was like 26 million to make this film.
1: What? No way. Yeah, it was 25, 25. 28. I got it right here.
2: Budget is 28 million. And it made like 11 million. It made 11 million. Yeah. And and there's two reasons
3: why that happened. One for a number of reasons. And there was actually a changing of guard over at Disney while well, Walter Murch was trying to make this film. And that caused them to go over, over, over uh, schedule. And then he started going over schedule. And he actually got fired for a little bit. And it took George Lucas and Francis Ford Coppola to walk into Disney and say, like, you're going to hire this guy back. <laughs> yeah, why? I would have wow. said, why? I can tell you why. I can <laughs> why? Tell you. Uh, that's because Walter Murch actually uh, has a long history with uh, both those directors, specifically Lucas, he uh, co-wrote, um, well, with, 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 with Coppola, he was the uh, sound editor, and he won an Oscar for like Godfather, Godfather 2, II, Godfather 3, Apocalypse Now, um, and he actually
1: co-wrote uh, THX 1138.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, did, I did not know that. Okay,
1: yeah. but, any, but this is the first and only movie he directed. No. Yeah. Well, yes,
3: it's the only film he directed. He also he, he didn't he, he quit directing after this film, and then he directed. Like, I don't blame him. <laughs> one, okay, one he he directed the pilot episode of Star Wars. Like, what was it, Clone Wars, the animated film that was on Disney for a little bit? Okay, it's well received, but I mean that was the only thing. That's the only time he ever went back to directing.
1: Because I feel like, in talking the of the style that he went for this movie, he played it so damn safe in my opinion, and it came out, it came out, I know that like one of the big critic reviews for it was like, it's too dark for children. It's too dark for children. I actually was watching this and the whole time I thought, man, if you could give this to a director like Clive Barker,
2: Oh my god, those wheelers would be fucking happy as fuck. We
1: would have such a better film on our hands than than what we got here. Oh, and it wow. would actually be good. Because that movie needed to be visually stunning, and it was like the wheelers, if you don't know what wheeler characters are, they replaced the monkeys, and they're um, like rollerblading... Bad guys, but they
2: have wheels on their
1: hands it, and, and feet. feet. Yeah, and the wheels are like stroller wheels. Yeah, they look like stroller wheels. I was no, most I was impressed so with, with their
2: ability to actually manipulate and oh, move but around I ha- on those. I hated
1: that actor, the main one. Oh, oh, yeah, oh the,
2: the fucking with the male pattern baldness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hated him. I he couldn't was, tell him apart. To he be was honest act- with you. he was acting. He was acting. You know what I mean? He wasn't like acting. He was. I'm acting. Like that's how he. I feel like he, well, all of the there, actors is, I think yeah.
3: in this in this this film are very big they're very big really yeah. oh absolutely except dorothy Momby? Mombi. except for well dorothy this is her first acting role this is faruza balk's first acting role so yeah. and she plays her part well like is, do we want dorothy to be big and fucking out there no, no. dorothy was fine i had right. no problem with right dorothy. but let's say is huge dorothy <laughs> like there's so much like over like yeah. dramatizing and projecting out into things and stuff like yeah. that. Like even the movements are just really big. But like... see,
1: and, the, and but and that's and I found it dull at the same time though. That's the problem I had because the camera shots. Oh god, the camera shots. Who the cinematographer on that? I wanted to slap in the face. <laughs> why? Yeah, yeah why? I, I thought he shot the most boring movie he could shoot. Oh man, oh they were pretty static, like. <sighs> They cookie were, cutter shots. It there was man, and like, it's like you have such for
2: something so stylishly. Like, don't get me
1: wrong; I actually enjoyed the material. I just was like, dude, if you guys would have amped this up to eleven, you would have had something. I th- yeah, I, feel I the think same I agree way.
2: with you as, as well. Yeah,
0: I, I wanted it, I wanted to like it a lot more because uh because it was so artistic and it was you know I thought the sets were great. I thought you know um it was very creative, but. I, I fell asleep four times in this movie. <laughs> four times I fell asleep. I rented it on Amazon, watched it, fell asleep about 20 minutes into it. Okay. went back the next day, so I was like, I gotta finish this movie. Put it back to the point where I stopped it at. Made it about another fifteen minutes. Fell asleep again. Okay. Then you I, had to buy I it was game. only a three day rental, oh. so I still hadn't seen the whole movie. So I had to rent it again.
1: <laughs> is this on my Amazon account?
0: No, this is on mine. Okay, I
1: was just making sure. Did
3: you use my Prime account? <laughs> no.
0: Rent it again. Throw it on, I'm like, okay, there's a, there's got to be maybe, like, another 20 minutes on this movie. I look, the movie's, like, two hours long. It is long. It's a long movie. Yeah.
3: It is a long movie. And so
0: I'm like, fuck, I got another 50 minutes But like keep in mind, they're, 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 covering,
3: they're covering two novels. Yeah. Or at so, least they're trying to merge two novels together. So
0: I'm like, holy shit. So I get further into it. And I'm like, okay, okay, I like where this is going. I like what I'm seeing fucking fall asleep again there, there's something about this movie that uh, dude, hypnotizes me to sleep i will say- I,
2: I i agree with you B. i watched this movie on our flight to florida so a three three and a half hour flight and i wanted to die like the whole time but <laughs> but i couldn't so but drastic. i couldn't but, but, I, but I couldn't I, I couldn't not watch it because i rented it through itunes and the, once you hit play, you only have twenty four hours to watch it. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not gonna fucking watch the rest of this. I should want went. You went with Google. Google will give you seventy two. So, <laughs> so Michael, I didn't know. I was just trying to figure I, out how can I load a movie onto my iPad. But yeah. I love the the thing that the thing and go back to what Cody was saying. The thing I love, I, I love this movie. I wanted to love it so much because the concept, the, the concept is fantastic. It's basically like saying, it 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 creates the question like, did Dorothy fucking imagine the first movie? Like it actually, yeah.
3: I thought it brought it up so much that I started to think like maybe it didn't actually happen. And I actually like, want to st- say something. This is actually not even. People have argued this whether or not this is actually a direct sequel. To it's the a original. sequel to the books. Like it's not technically. There are some things that they're like a little weird about it, but I mean, for the most part, you, I mean, you can't change the first book and then go into the second and the third without addressing it. So we know Dorothy did go there. She does talk about how, yeah, this is the house that I crashed in, and then we killed the, the, yeah, Witch of the East, and you all that stuff actually does happen. No, I, I, know, it, I, like, I know that, but, yeah. I,
2: but what I'm, what I'm saying is like is I wanted so badly to like it cuz it is such a cool concept the way that they filmed it 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 did play up the idea that Dorothy could be fucking kind of out of her shit it's kinda, it's like Oh, we're, because of like the like the tornado like really fucked with her she has like PTSD or something and she's making up all this shit which is like oh cool what a what a great concept but in practice it was so boring the movie was so okay. boring we're going to get into that by the way I, I that's think- fine
3: we're going to get into that that's fine. later My-
1: Mike, I mean, what uh, do you have anything to say to cuz like I fell asleep too.
3: In ter- in ter- in terms in terms in
1: <laughs> of the And you o-
3: watched it in the daytime. I did. The overall environment of this film is definitely very bleak, which was one of the reasons one of the big criticisms about it is that it's dark and it's bleak.
2: What's the thing? That's And the thing one of the reasons why like it's bleak is because
3: it. Oz has been fucking bombed into depletion. Like this is not the happy go. Like the, the Munchkins no. are gone. Yeah. There's no happy go. Everybody's Road been turned to all... fucking stone for Christ's sakes. Yeah. And what all we have left is this sparse world where there's these wheelers and some fucking one guy named TikTok that's like still around. You know, and then a gnome king who's, who's literally like a fucking man. rock. Let's yeah. be honest; like he can't get much boring. And I the saw rock, a lot of
0: like never-ending story in this it is. movie. It's very yeah. much,
3: but not as good. But no, I want I want to say good. something about this. This is this is this comes from a point in film that is very close and dear to my heart. Okay, I feel that children's films, especially during the 80s with the Amblin films, oh yeah, um, things like that. A lot of children's films were very. Dark. They like elaborate. They dealt with real the dark crystal. with more adult themes. Yes, yes. And then towards the nineties we started getting into this Disney-ish kind yeah. of thing where it was like Hocus Pocus and stuff like that. And then nothing against Hocus Pocus, it's fine, but there's nothing menacing about those witches. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Everything all the is the very movie, much like all boom, the kids' boom, boom. movies like, did yeah. have
2: like a really creepy edge. I mean just look at look at um. Um, look at what is it? The Adventures
3: of Young Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very that, dark film.
2: Very very dark film. And very that's dark supposed to be a kids a kids film in exactly. the eighties, but no. I, and I that's agree how the, that's that. what the eighties
3: brought. And then there was this separation wh- during the nineties and maybe the early two thousands where we drifted away from that. And it wasn't until I saw Harry Potter and um, the Sorcerer's Stone, where he just fucking melts off Voldemort's face, where I was applauding at the end of that because I was like, oh my god, we're going back to this, like. A children's film that's dealing with death as a real possible outcome and dark overtones to the entire film. Yeah, the like, darkness of it was cool. Like yeah. I like the darkness yeah. of it. I, I mean, See, I,
0: that's one thing that I enjoy. But not, I, it just, it just took too long for me to really just. No. I, I can't even remember this, very much about it. I feel like it was just so all over the place, and there was just too much. To try to take it and though, understand. And they, if it's that hard to understand, then it gets lost in the they tried translation. To go,
1: they try to go dark. They like I also feel like maybe the studio effed with this movie a lot because they tried to go dark in the beginning. <clears throat> they did. And they they effed it up. They could should have gone way darker. In my opinion, with the nut house, they okay. So you want this, like
0: a rated R version of this movie? I really do. Yeah, because or
2: at least a PG thirteen.
1: Like, yeah, exactly. Because what happens is, is this is six months after the the original book. We'll say instead of film, but I still it to the original film. film. But we're all gonna do that. Yeah.
3: I mean, there's no way you can. It's a classic. Like, so, there's no way you can get around. So
1: it. it takes place six months after the tornado hit. Like her uncle is effed up in the head. He his legs fa- Like he broke his leg, and his aunt aunt says no. His legs healed. He's just. He just drinks, like just yeah. He's, he's dead inside, basically. Yeah. And then she's like, "Come on, we're gonna go for a trip." And then she takes her to an Aunt M takes her to a nut house and right. drops her off. Yeah, that's, she, that's she, one she thing I She leaves her
2: at a, at a doctor for shock therapy. Right. Shock therapy. Yeah. yeah. And I
3: and I guess the argument is shock therapy is new, so this woman is just being ignorant, and she's just saying, "Well, the doctor's got her under control." The one thing I don't like about this film is by the end of it, Auntie M is not criticized for just I that dropping was, off her kid. That was and even my- at the end, Dorothy's just like, It's Yam, I still love you. And it's like so weird that she's not like, you just tried to send me to a guy that tried to put fucking volts of lightning through my head. Yeah. Like, man. nothing ever is ever said about that. So but- anyways...
1: We get introduced to the, the Nut House, which could have been way creepier, dude. They could have gone like the orderlies could have been creepy. The place could have been creepy. Like they could have, and like the uh, Ozma character, mm-hmm. she could have had a more ghosty feel to her that would have made it even more eerie. And like they just could have done so much more in there. Instead, it was still a little too bright for me. Um, it was still a little too corny as far as the darkness goes. Whereas, like like I said. Dude, I can see Clive Barker taking that and just like, hey, I would, I'd like, say, dude, here's your source material. Let your imagination go crazy on these creatures, and I can see a whole different movie that would not only scare kids but scare the shit out of a grown ass adult.
0: Yeah, even a Tim Tim Burton at that time could have done something good with it. Oh, I, I don't know.
3: I think he butchered. Alice in Wonderland. No,
0: we're talking. About, this is early though. I mean, then when was this film made?
1: Eighty-five. So 85.
0: he was like yeah. kind of starting to come up. It, like he was doing Batman and shit, right? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah,
1: I brought that. To eighty-five, yeah. Tim Burton. I give you that. Not, yeah. not today's Tim Burton. Right. No, that's yeah. what I'm talking
0: about. Yeah. If, he, if he he made it back when this film was. Because I,
3: I do feel like this 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 type of book this this comes from around the same era as like a Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland thing. And that's that's another thing I love about it is that I mean. Ha, I'm going to guess I'm the only one that's read these books before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, these books are, to me, I feel like this is what... Like, J.K. Rowling, in 100 years, people will look at her as being just like an L. Frank Baum or a Lewis Carroll. Like, they created these books that dealt with very heavy things. And if you read the books, like, just just for instance, The First Withered of Laws, um, there's a scene where actually Dorothy's explaining to the doctor about the Tin Man... And she's saying, like, well, yeah, he had an enchanted axe and he cut off a piece of his arm every single time until he was just all made of tin, right? Yeah. That's actually, that's the story of the Tin Man yeah. is that a witch enchants his axe and the axe, every time he swings it, just chops off a piece of him, right? But he has a friend who uh, can make, is, is like kind of like what I guess imagine, like a magical robotics kind of guy yeah. that basically replaces all of his pieces, right? Yeah. And he does it so many times that all of a sudden he's just all made of tin and the only thing he forgets is his heart, that's the only thing he can't put back into him. And the problem, the, 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 the most depressing thing about the story is that he's in love with a munchkin girl and then he can never, and after he's put all back together, he can never like rekindle that love with her because he has no heart. And that's what initially drives the Tin Man to go to the wizard to, to get his heart back. Like there are a lot of adult themes in it. Yeah. I mean, the Tin Man alone, there's a scene where in the book where he's walking down the yellow brick road and wolves attack him and he cuts every single one of their heads off. <laughs> and that's how it's dealt yeah. with. I like, think the
0: problem is is that we were like because the Wizard of Oz film by MGM Was so successful and it's so ingrained into us because it was it was right when video I think was one of the first like VHS that were really Mm -hmm, popular Mm -hmm. and when people were starting to get home entertainment systems like everybody had The
2: Wizard of Oz we all grew up with a copy
0: of The Wizard of Oz and one of the biggest
3: the first films I think the Technicolor I think was the first yeah yeah I think it's one of the first (laughs) films
2: that was put on DVD as well when DVD came out
0: yeah so it's you know it's a departure like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre too was such a departure from the original like I think. We but, but the difference between those two is obviously Toby Hooper directed both films, right? And this one it was a totally different company, it was a totally different director. But why, you know, would they go from something that was so successful for this one company to down a totally different road? Well, it's the
3: same reason why I love this film, and the reason why is because I did read the books. So, imagine right now that Harry Potter comes out and the first film they do is a musical, (laughs) right? How many? How many people would have been so fucking pissed off? Not about me. That? Not me. Well, maybe not you. <laughs> but what what <laughs> I am saying is along. the reason why this film does have a cult following is it because it's the Oz film that everybody wanted kind of to have. It's not perfect because it does merge the two stories. It, it doesn't hit every plot point correctly. Right. But it is the essence of what those books were about. As where the musical, as loved as it is. Is just such a departure from those books. Let me
1: tell you who my favorite. Can I tell you? I'm gonna get into a favorite character real quick. Go for my it. My favorite character in this film, besides TikTok, which we'll talk about TikTok when we talk about effects. Okay. Uh, but was uh, what's her name? Mumbi. Mumbi. Yeah. Dude. Who's that? Again, could have been so could have been done so much more over oh, the th- yeah, Yeah. Could have been so much done over the top of the, the, the more the switching of the head stuff, could have been so much darker and stuff yeah. like that. But still creepy.
2: Yeah, no, I I thought that was I thought she was a, a really good character in terms of of, of creating I mean, fear and terror. I mean, she it was a creepy character. It was a creepy concept. She just she stole the heads of all the people That lived in uh, the Emerald City, City. and she just interchanged their heads like she would, like a fucking
3: a night gown or a dress or something. I was like,
2: I feel like you know uh, number thirty-two today.
3: And she like fucking. And not only that, but like like, the the creepy thing about it is the way that she analyzes it. Like when she sees Dorothy's face, and she's like, "Well, you're not an adult yet, and I can tell you're not going to be beautiful, but there's a prettiness to you, almost like someone would pick out a pair of fucking shoes. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like they're not the greatest pair of shoes, but I like kind of like the color." Yeah. That might go with my bag. Like, that's kind of how she's looking at Dorothy can, Gale.
2: Can we talk about um, Dorothy's escape? Yeah. Okay, like, how fucked up? Did anybody else see it what, it, it, like, this moose or whatever it is, its last memory is, like, grazing on a field, enjoying life, and then it's brought back to life, and it's a fucking couch for a body and palm trees <laughs> for wings. Like... <laughs>
3: How does it not just, like it's, it's like, it's so fucked up. There is a part of it that it's makes so me wish that its first lines were like, I'm an abomination, Dorothy. <laughs> I know, kill right? That's me. what I was, <laughs> <laughs> so I was waiting to hear. <laughs> he, takes an an with, abomination he takes of it life such
1: breeze <laughs> that it's just like, well, I don't really know how to use my peg legs. I don't have yeah. wings. Sure yeah. you do. Can I tell you who my least favorite character was? Who? The fucking chicken. Oh my God! So fucking annoying. Her one-liners
3: are so shitty and And annoying, and and it's no one's favorite character. It's 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 basically the George R. Binks of this
1: film. It (laughs) It really really is. Yeah, but it's also like the hero of the film. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. She is because she's
3: ultimately the thing that actually saves them all. Yeah, Um, but just from terrible villains. But how do you how do fuck how do you how do you do how do you do a a chicken? How does was that in the book? No, I don't think. Uh, it could be. I can't remember. I can't remember how the Nome king was, dies. Wait, what was? It's like in the third or
1: fourth what book. was? Um, what was the? Because I'm missing another character here. The the Jack Lantern, Jack Pumpkinhead, Jack Skellington, Jack Pumpkinhead. Yeah, that's his Jack, name. He's just Jack. 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 Uh, um, what was with him and his mom?
3: Yeah, that was so weird. Like, uh, well, that that's a departure from the book as well. Um, the truth is, is the second book. It's not Dorothy. That's the main character. It's a got a little kid named Tip who is a um like an apprentice and he works under Mombi and he steals that that dust that he sprays to make things come to life and one of the first people he does is Jack mm. and Jack becomes like his kind of scarecrow he kind of takes the place of the scarecrow the mom issues though oh god yeah. but
1: he d- in this one they gave him
3: this these mom issues
1: who made the king uh, who made scarecrow the king yeah. uh the wizard
3: yeah. the, well in the books
1: the wizard does i mean come on
3: Let's talk about the movie. why does it I know I'm, I'm trying to explain I'm trying to give some backstory to all of this. <laughs> That's because you're, you're giving some back- This is you're why I don't think it connected story. with with. audience. You're giving backstory because you know none of us like this movie. But the, you're trying newest, to explain to the The us new why. the newest film with uh uh James Franco yeah. kind of deals with it a little bit better than even the musical did. That basically the wizard takes control of Oz, but he knows he's a fraud the whole time. And it does it isn't until Dorothy comes up with the Tin Man and the the Cowardly Wine and everything like that, and they walk in there and they ask him to give, give me a heart, give me a brain, give me this, and he can't do it because he's not a fucking wizard. Right. And in the book, he does it in weird wordplay. Like, the way he makes, he gives the fucking Scarecrow a brain is that he puts tacks and nails in his head, and he goes, now you're the sharpest guy in Oz. (laughs) Like, it's that's how the book, is. Enough of the
1: book. Okay, so I'm sorry. But from I'm from trying this, to give some backstory from this to this point
2: forward we're focusing on the film.
3: right, let's all right, let's talk film about
1: we go. let's talk about the the effects and set design of this film cuz uh the set design board I cannot <laughs> understand how you can even say that.
0: No, I disagree. I think the set design was really Really? So
2: unbelievably yeah. I thought it was really good. Detailed and immaculate. Yeah, like the only I the did, only, like, I did like I, I I'm a big fan of like you know post apocalyptic or yeah. dark stuff. So I li- and this is I, like I li- a fantasy li- post apocalyptic. Yeah, and, yeah. and I, I did I did I did like the the city the city it just was just in rubble. I thought that was really cool and it was a, it was a cool angle to see you know oh Cody's rolling his eyes yeah because it
1: was a matte painting done shittily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was I don't a, think lot anything, well, a lot of I matte. Mean, a of matte paintings. The, the
3: back the background is definitely matte painting, but I mean. When they walk into the Emerald City and all those stone
1: statues, where did the budget go? Did it go to the gnome? King? No, we
2: already covered that. The budget went to buying the rights for to well,
1: use. Well, ruby they weren't slippers. that much
2: for the ruby.
0: No,
1: slippers. it wasn't that much for the ruby set, but it, it,
3: a sub- like not. I wouldn't even say a substantial amount. It was just a very high fee for something like the
0: that. The sets are definitely
3: for one cost thing, a lot of money, which is dude, just build one build thing. That it was
2: spe- the visual effects, because keep
3: in mind what year it is and the
2: amount of visual effects they had to do. Like that was probably really expensive. My back favorite then.
1: visual effect though had to be TikTok. I think TikTok's great. I thought he was, like, I thought, dude, you know how they did that? Mm -mm. Did even read that?
2: Some dude in a costume? It
1: was, yeah, but did you see how far apart the legs were? Like, TikTok's legs are super far apart. There's Mm -hmm. no way a person can walk like that. Did he have to, like, hold a stick or something? It was a gymnast that was in there basically doing a handstand and walking, like, in a handstand.
3: Yeah. That's awesome. Well, let me just say something about this film, and I think Walter Murch, being that he was a huge fan and worked with uh george lucas for so long how much of star wars the original is taken from this the way they did the effects and things like that oh yeah i I felt a lot of that and tell me the ending the parade at the end oh yeah isn't the same goddamn scene it's just a big parade and it's like hey let's buff up the uh the oh, droid. That, that was the thing that. Was that was a so buff. I was like, yeah. oh look, he's like C three. It's exactly. He's all, he's all it's almost up. exactly frame for frame, like what I would like
1: the Dude. same goddamn scene. Yeah. TikTok yeah. takes out some wheelers like they're just nobody's yeah, business. He's like spinning and yeah. shit. <laughs> like a helicopter. He <laughs> knocks them out. <laughs> he's like a badass army general or something like that, isn't he? He was like part of the army. He yeah, was part he was of the part army. Of the Hem- I did Emerald feel a lot Oz safer
0: army. when he showed up. (laughs)
1: and he has the best and he has the
3: best line of the film it's my favorite line of the film what is it is when jack skellington's walking up and and dorothy tells him explain to him the plan and he goes up and he's like so do you understand the plan and then tiktoks is just like yes i understand the plan probably better than you do (laughs) And he's just such an asshole about it
1: uh so um the uh here's what happened to toto why is he such a bitch in this movie? Why does everyone hate him now? And until the end, Nobody hates we're, Toto. We're, he just doesn't he doesn't make it to Go now. home, Toto. You can't go on this adventure, Toto. Oh, dumbass. Who well, was going to take him to the asylum? Yeah. yeah. Dude, how okay, oh, i so glad we went back to that because I wanted to before we take a break. I wanted I wanted to talk about how crazy the doctor is. The doctor is obsessed. He burns in the fire because he's obsessed with the machines. And the other part that's really creepy is that he has people living underneath them. The people that are damaged are living underneath in the basement. Mm -hmm. They have a people under the stairs scenario going on in that insane asylum. Which is crazy. Because he's crazy. The dude was crazy. And Cody, more than that. And we'll get back to that Oh, I'm sure it's in the book. We're no going to talk, about- <laughs> <Cold War. laughs> we'll talk about the movie more when we get back. We're talking about Return of Oz. We'll be right back, guys. Oh, this is terrible. Suppose I meet another gump. I die a second time of embarrassment.
2: Uh, I don't think you'll have to worry about meeting any
3: other gumps up here. me <laughs> Ah, and why you have come all the way to my kingdom and what i can do to make you happy it must be the gnome king
2: where is he i don't see anybody my name is dorothy gale your majesty and these are my friends
1: hey guys we are back we're talking about disney's return to oz uh before we took a break we were talking about how crazy the actual doctor was he was obsessed with machines he ran back into the fire he died in that fire the only person to die which also I'm going to talk about the end of the film cuz that's at the end of the film. He um also has people living under the stairs. So, he's crazy. Um is there more to that, Mike? You were saying there was more to that. There is more to that and and uh Kyle he kind of hit it on the head
3: a little bit. Um so everybody in the asylum makes a makes a showing in Oz, yeah. right? Yeah. So you get the doctor, he's the gnome King. Mhm. Mombi is the uh Nurse, mm-hmm. the wheeler is the guy that's wheeling the thing, yeah. And then we have Ozma, and not only that, but the electrical machine that she's strapped onto, yeah, that's TikTok, yeah, like their little, yeah, the winding twisty things and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, I don't know how that goes on to whether or not how crazy is. I mean, other than the Gnome King is batshit nuts. Well, yeah, and he has his own batshit like. Well, well, that's he, on he, him. Is,
2: he is wearing uh, women's slippers. Well, oh my that. god, that
3: <laughs> freaked me
0: out. He's
3: like little twinkle toes. Down I know he's there, like dancing. Like, d- yeah,
0: d- this d- is d- a d- big d- rock that's like <laughs> manly and like scary, <laughs> and then you see these fucking baby
3: slippers. <laughs> but on if them. you had, if you had shoes that could make any wish come true, I don't give a shit. I want pumps.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want some
3: stilettos. I don't give a shit. Here's my
1: here's my question though, and this is what made the ending confusing for me, especially with the Aunt Em thing that we kind of talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. why is the nurse going to jail I think, I think it, it goes to what you said about the people living on the
3: stairs I think what happens is is that the place burns down and then they realize like oh my god you guys were massively mistreating your patients oh yeah that, that would make and sense because I, okay. I thought the same thing I was like well what did she do other than being an asshole like she really didn't do anything yeah. bad yeah. and then I thought about it and I was like well, well if they had these guys and they were mistreating them down there and they found, like, maybe there's dead bodies down there maybe they had died in the fire yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, no,
1: didn't they say? did they make a point to say the only person that died in the fire was? Yeah, okay, maybe maybe
3: so. They probably
1: but... they probably just found
2: all these like fucking these these like people. you like, like, what have you been doing horribly. these people? Well,
3: we 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 comatose them with fucking shock therapy, and then we uh, just put them in a basement. Like, then there's like, okay, well you can't do that even in the 1800s. <laughs> apparently, you can't yeah. do that. You know.
0: By the way, it was like
1: 1899,
0: right? It was yeah, yeah it's right on was, the new uh, millennium. They're but yeah. they're
1: partying like it was. Not the new millennium. The oh new, my god! The new did I just say 1999? No, <laughs> yeah. I was just saying. Parting that. like <laughs> it's 1899. That's what they were
2: doing. So, anyhow, anyhow Mike, Mike, Mike had
3: a good point that he wanted to bring up, but and I, what, I'm kind of curious to hear about it. That's
1: what I was going to say. What What is this film about? Well, let's
3: let's go on. What do you What do you all think the film is about?
1: Well, I mean, honestly, what I think the film is about is about a crazy ass little girl. I I honestly like my, the way I looked at it was is like I was like she was crazy and she got shocked and cuz they said something like you'll be out for like a couple of hours right you know what i mean so I I just envisioned this a it was dream. All, uh, as a dream like she okay. actually got shocked and and she went into to her dream when she got shocked but that that, but theory.
2: if she was in a dream then that wouldn't explain why they found her by no, uh, no. by the river right. so no, that, that, it, that theory's
1: gone. Well, uh, blew that theory out. Well, they found her cuz they the, that's why that lady's going to jail. She threw her in a river? That, no. <laughs> I, I don't think <laughs> so. I, I
2: think uh, I think I think Cody's close and I think it's about a girl who had a traumatic event, a tornado. She was like whipped up in a tornado. She has she's dealing with post traumatic stress and she's creating these worlds for herself to deal with it. And that's this movie is just an extension of that, like the shock therapy. Okay. And even though I don't think she actually does get shocked, everything goes dead before it actually happens. But I think the 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 stress that was created from that rekindled or fired back up this fantasy world for okay. her to safely deal with it. Okay, Chris? Yeah? Anything? Yeah, I think uh, you're all right.
3: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Chris. I'm going to go on what you guys are saying because I think you guys are totally on the right track, but it goes fucking deeper. Okay. It goes way deeper. Okay, so I think this film, I don't even think it's they're implying it. I think they're hitting you over the fucking head with it. I think they are seriously saying that Dorothy Gale is not only somebody that suffers from delusions of grandeur, but even schizophrenia, and multiple personality syndrome. Nah, okay? Okay. And the reason why I think this is because, I, like you said, so everybody in the asylum that's there ends up showing up in Oz. That was Toto.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, Toto's here. Toto's we here. have a special guest in the studio. It's Toto from the film. He's still alive. <laughs> Anyways,
3: so everybody that shows up in, in the asylum, like I said, is, yeah. shows up in Oz, right? Yeah. So I, I agree with you, Kyle, that I think that this is a way – that Dorothy has created this magical world in her head so that she can deal with the everyday stresses of reality. Yeah. This is how she's dealt with it. It's, it's similar to PTSD, something mm-hmm. like that. But it goes further. Here's the thing if you go back and you watch the film, Ozma, in my opinion, is the Tyler Durden to Dorothy Gale. And go back and look at it. Watch every single time that Ozma shows up in reality, no one acknowledges her existence. She shows up into rooms without opening doors or closing doors; she just appears, mm-hmm. right? Even when she gets the escape, who saves her? It's Ozma. Ozma just shows up after everybody just leaves the room a second later, and she lets her out of the electric thing, and they run down the stairs. And there is one scene where Mombi Nurse like points. Yeah, I think like, she a flashlight, actually but she does, her. She says so like that's all she says which is just a generalized statement. She's not even acknowledging like oh you two. Nothing like that. Oh, uh, the way they cut it, I I I I gathered that she acknowledged her existence, but I I agree with you, she did seem like a ghost. Okay. So, now we take this back into Oz, right? What is the portal by which that everybody is witnessing Ozma? How is she envisioned? in mirrors? Always in mirrors. Always in and mirrors. And what a mirror is reflect- a reflection of Earth, a reflection so. of something, right? So Mm -hmm. you watch this the whole time she's trapped in mirrors the only time that anybody ever really acknowledged her other than dorothy is Mombi saying like nobody even remembers you like we're keeping you here like no one remembers who you are we got rid of all these people right Mm -hmm. flash to the very end of the film there is a wish that dorothy makes with the ruby slippers on her feet and what does she say i don't remember She says... I was probably sleeping. She says... (laughs) Everybody's rooting for her. She's like, be the queen of Oz, queen of Oz, queen of Oz. And all she can say is like, well, I got to go home, but I just wish I could be two places at once. And that's when Ozma comes out of the mirror, and then Dorothy grabs her by the hands and pulls her out of the mirror. Okay. So my argument is that Ozma is a personification of herself. She's the person that she wants to be. She's like that character that in her own reality in her own reality or her inside of her this head. is her way of being two places at once she's not only ozma but she's also Dorothy gale right where she is in kansas is where she is in oz and then if you flash forward even five more minutes she's back in kansas she's back at home ozma shows up in the mirror mm-hmm. right and then she's like oh my god auntie m come up come up come up and then ozma is like shh you know yeah and then right after that M goes. What is it, Dorothy? And all she does is she looks in the mirror and she goes, "Nothing. It's just a reflection." Deep. boom. I think I think that is where this film is going. Is that Dorothy Gale is crazy? She is nuts. Mm-hmm. But she has created this world that she can deal with the stresses of life, and in it, she wishes she was Ozma, and that's who she is in that world. Now, is she now nuts? I
2: have a, I have a, I have a quick question though. Um, seeing how you, I know we already we already said no more talk about it, but. Is there any kind of nothing like that in the book? Where that doesn't. Really that's crazy? not something that's in the book. Okay, so this as far is as far as the
3: book is was concerned, the film. it's like was it *Alice in Wonderland*, which also has that kind of thing. Like, is Alice crazy? But yeah. in the books, they don't suggest that she is or whatever like that. And in the books, no, there's nothing like that. Okay. This is something that was purely based on the filmmaker and where he was going with this.
2: Interesting. It's a it's an interesting theory, and I can kind of see. I the, can see it, no, yeah. dude.
1: I definitely see it. I, I kind of thought that like that was like my kind of thing too. I was like, well, she's de- I knew fright from the get go. I was like, she's crazy, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I was like, I always thought of Ozma as a ghost. I didn't really link it to her being uh, um, Dorothy herself. That it's much.
3: just such a weird th- the fact that they always use mirrors and stuff like that. I feel like f- with film symbolism, they have to be knocking you over the head and telling you that. Yeah. She yeah. is just batshit crazy, and this is just some world that she's created.
2: And she's not even there. She's just in this
3: yeah. asylum. I mean, Well, was this a reflection of the author? Like, what's the author kind of
1: crazy? No, no. L. No. Frank Baum?
3: You mean the author of the original novel?
1: No, he's saying that this theory has nothing to do with the books. It has nothing to do with the books. We're I mean, not talking is, about the books anymore.
3: Yeah, we're done, because we, I think we've already talked yeah, enough already about, talked about the goddamn but if there, books. If there was going to be that. an influence on it, it would I mean, on this, what we're
0: talking about. This here. is the it departure. Be, I think. What was from the, the author books? going through of the story? No, no.
1: Uh, you, he's saying the the movie is telling this story, not the books. Yeah, yeah. This so is so this is, the is a the purely of the, movie. the
3: purely film choice that they went with this. Okay. And I think they did try to do just that. You know, like with the Tim Burton Alice in Wonderland, they don't even touch on that whether or not she's batshit crazy. This yeah. film, I think, they just fucking hit you right over the head with it. Mm. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, she's crazy, she's nuts. You yeah. know.
1: Well, and that's why I think Auntie M is like again the way the ending doesn't make sense because like Auntie M is you can tell she's at her wit's end in the beginning of the film because uh, Henry, yeah, he's all like he, he thinks his leg's still broken. He's crazy. Now she's got a crazy kid. She's trying to run this farm. You know, she's just trying to do some work. You know what I yeah. mean? She's just trying to. Well, live they don't make money
2: anymore because the, 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 the tornado, tornado took away,
1: took away everything. everything. Yeah, you know what I mean?
0: It's like kind of primitive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, and then the scarecrow. What happened to his face? His oh, face. My, oh, <laughs> oh my god. god. Yeah,
2: you, uh, well, let's get on. Let's get. Let's get to more of a humorous topic. But, yeah, sure. But but um, I fucking love that theory. That's that's a great theory. It's a pretty sound
3: theory. Um, I expect one extra TikTok from all of you because of that theory. <laughs> you will so get. You saying. will get a quarter of a talk. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, um, we're. Uh, do you want to do? Uh, I want to do favorite scenes, actually. Okay. What's your favorite scene then? At the end of the film, they're picking items. Mm-hmm. So, so they go to the they go to the mountain, and he says, "What? What is it?" It's basically to get out, or for him to to put everything back to normal. They have to pick three items and say, oh, is that's be a per- correct item." Yeah. And if you pick the wrong item, he gets your soul, basically, <laughs> which is fantastic. I, and and the whole time, it was so funny because the whole time. Each character from this troop of them is going in there, and nothing's happening, and you don't see them again. They're gone, basically, and it just comes down to just Dorothy's left, and she goes in there, and the next scene, it's like she's been whisked away to an antiques roadshow. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's just a bunch of old shit everywhere yeah. and I, I just thought it was so funny and like it almost was reminiscent to me of like of like Snake Plissken playing basketball for his life it was right, so right, cheesy right. and yeah. fucking thrown together and stupid like who Well, what I think
3: is funny about that same very scene is because when she walks in, TikToks there, and he has this grand scheme that he's figured out, he's just like, Well, I'll transform into something, Dorothy, and then you can give a hint. That never comes to fruition. No, actually, it doesn't do anything. He just does it, and he's gone, and it's like, And he's gone, and then she's like, Well, that didn't work. Yeah. And then she just gets balls lucky. She luck boxes her way to get like one green ornament, Mm -hmm. and it absolutely turns out to be the Scarecrow.
1: So here's my. Here's my question then, if if it, uh, we're going with Mike's theory on this, and this is all in her head now, is this stuff that's taking place? Do you think in the asylum, like she? I think it's I think, no, it's I think in the river. When, when in she's... the river, I
3: think she does get washed ashore, and, and she, she's unconscious. Yeah. Okay, and I th- I think that that's another reason why Ozma disappears under the water and she never comes back. Like oh. she's just completely gone. And, like, nobody ever acknowledges the fact, well, what about the little girl that I was with that helped me escape? She didn't even say it. She didn't even say that. Like, nobody acknowledges, like, oh, there was another little girl. we got to go find her. It's just, like, you step on the sand, you're done. I don't think she's real. I think she really is a Tyler Durden, and that's why she can just appear in the rooms and stuff like that. Because they use that exact same technique in Fight Club. He's the same thing. He just appears places, and they have conversations, but no one acknowledges those conversations even existed. Like, it's just these weird things that you don't pick up right on immediately, but on a second watching, you're just like, oh, shit, yeah, totally every time.
1: My favorite scene. I'll tell you my favorite yeah. scene. The credits. <laughs> no, I. I uh Zing. No, it's probably when TikTok was just beating the hell out of those annoying wheelers. Mm-hmm. I hated the wheelers. That would have just a no shitty one likes villain. The what yeah. a shitty villain. But you go from awesome flying crazy looking monkeys to. Uh, shitty ass rollerbladers. Like Jack- I get Jokers it. on wheels. I, I get it. Everybody hates rollerbladers. I get it. You know what I mean. But, but I do want to say something, the and maybe this says something on about rollerblades. It,
2: don't you? Don't don't you talk badly? Yeah, of the but well, yeah, no. I like the Warriors. I do want to go back
3: to Walter Merch for a little bit. He does his entire history is based in sound editing. Yeah. I will like. I he would did. like to say that the sound in this film is frightening. It's like ter- it's every not, it's not, voice and everything is like seems it's manipulated. Not, it's not very
1: good. Like it's And
2: terrible. actually, his credit, his credits are his credits are uh, dude are so amazing. Like, um,
1: I was going to make a point to say how terrible the sound was in this movie. I it was so quiet.
0: I thought to myself, I hate all of the voices they chose for these characters. See, that's
3: my favorite part of this film. I think that like the Wheelers, I don't like them necessarily as villains, but that maniacal laugh. Yeah, that was cool. does, like it. All of that stuff, it like rekindles, like kind of like the Warriors, like how big
1: everybody is and how everybody has oh. like a weird
3: voice to them and has a weird. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for. Later. It was like yeah. a
1: it was like a henchman and a Joel Schumacher Batman.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Where was the neon at? When yeah, we did. that's Perfect. all it was missing. Well, Where was neon the wasn't. Bla- yeah. Where's the black light paint? Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, I I just Walt like I don't like I don't know why he directed this movie. I can't I still cannot figure that. I out. I can tell I you can't why. Either. He he wanted he went to Disney and he
3: told him I want to do a uh, a remake of the Wizard of Oz and Disney was on board with it because they knew that they could get it done, and they were like absolutely let's do it. I you so I went, could have gone to
1: Disney and done that. You probably could have. Oh, you probably God. can still
3: do it now. I mean I gotta imagine it's still in public domain. Do can you buy public? I guess you can buy public domain back, right? You mean buy? It's public domain. I mean, it's public do domain, it. right? Yeah. Once public it goes into public domain, domain you can't buy it no, back. No one can own rights. It's not to like it. the new James, like Sam Raimi owns all of Oz now. No, I can't imagine that. No, yeah. No. So, so he
2: just owns the rights to whatever, whatever's attached to the. Actual right. So I guess you could from. walk
3: up there and say, "Hey, I'd like to do another Wizard of Oz movie," and they say, I mean, "Like you, maybe not five you years." You could
2: literally, yeah. You, if you get the fund, you could do whatever you want with the Oz. Yeah. Is as there, long as you uh, don't include Ruby Slippers, you're golden.
3: Yeah, right, totally. Or silver. Or yeah. whatever was created yeah. for yeah. the films. Yeah. So
1: does anyone else have anything else to say about this film? I'm done. I'm pretty much done. I, it's I, rating time. It's Let's rate this movie. What, what are we, are rating? we, rating? What are we yeah. rating it? Yeah. TikToks. TikToks. <laughs> TikToks. <laughs> Fucking duh. All right, TikToks. We're going to rate Who's going to go first? I'll go first. I would have to give this movie, okay, so... With a little bit of backstory and, and Mike's theory, it bumps it up a little bit in my book. Mm. Still not dark enough for me. Still not. Um, the visuals weren't good enough for me, honestly. like like TikTok was probably the best visual in the in the, in the film. Um, Gnome King is lame. His little henchman, lame. Wheeler's lame. His henchman? You mean the face in the rock? R- yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like, I just was, yeah. And it's boring. Um, it really is. It's long. You fall asleep during it. I would have to give it, I'm gonna give it two and a half TikToks.
3: Oh, I will take that. Two and a half. <laughs> I will take that.
1: And it only got a half a TikTok because of Mike's theory. Oh. Who's up next?
3: Me? Yeah, mine is. No well. surprise, gentlemen. I'm giving it five TikToks. Jesus. <laughs> oh, I, uh, when I saw this film when I was a kid, I saw it around the time it came out in the theaters, I think like right when it came out to video. Um, like, I love this film, and I really do believe that it still stands up. Like, I really think it's one of those films that hold up. Not at all. I huh? know. Maybe. I know you guys disagree, but I, you know, and to the audience the, out the, there, give it a chance. We're going give back. Give it a chance. We're, Watch it. Tell me what you think. Tweet us back to us. I don't even, I, you know, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Send Mike a personal email yeah, so we never it have to see anything send it directly to me. I don't even care. Again. But I love this <laughs> film so much, and when I watched it the second time, and a third time in one day, like, I... I, I, I just had nothing bad to say about it. I still love it still to this day. I really do. Chris. Uh, okay. Well,
0: from what I saw of the film, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, you know, i I like Mike's explanation. I think that definitely bumps it up for me. Um, I uh, I do enjoy the sets. I think it was really creative. I'm never opposed to going a different direction with um, what would be considered like a franchise. I think sometimes that's cool. so that doesn't that didn't bother me. I liked how it was dark. but ultimately, like, I would never watch this movie ever again. <laughs> like I would not like I would never buy this movie or put it on or anything or tell anybody to watch it. So with Mike's theory, which I think I like going deep like that, so I think that and I think it makes sense. I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Also,
3: can All I right. can I ask one real quick question? Yeah. Uh, so I talked to your girlfriend. What did she think of the film? She fucking loved Booyah! it. Booyah!
1: <laughs> I knew it by
0: the cadence of her voice. Why? Why did she love it? I don't. I don't know. know. Like,
3: <laughs> I don't know, kay. but she did.
0: Well, if she was here, she can give it five stars
1: with you. Jeez. All right, Kyle. How many ticks and tocks would you give this? How many ticks and tocks? Um. Uh. It,
2: you know, un, un, unlike Mike, I don't have I don't have youthful eyes giving me a bias to it, and I think that's really what's happening. Mike, is that no. you're looking at it through your child eyes, possibly, just just <laughs> like just like Cody was looking at Toxic Avengers through child eyes. I did do that. Yeah, I admit see? it, Mike. I admit it. I'm so, not afraid. I this is this is my first viewing or even knowledge of the just film. Just shoot it to me straight. And, Kyle. And no, I I think it's I I didn't find it I I found it interesting. But poorly executed. I thought it was boring. It dragged. The characters were annoying, um, especially the stupid chicken or whatever. Belina, Belina, terrible Jesus name, Christ.
3: It'll be the it'll be the one thing I agree with you on. I agree with I agree with, I, I agree with Chris.
2: I will never watch this movie again. Um, I will never tell anybody to watch this movie, and I will walk away from a conversation that starts about this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, with that being said, because of your theory, and I love it because it makes so much sense after seeing it, it still doesn't make me want to watch it again, though. That's fine. That being said, I'm I'm, I'm giving it. it to TikToks. Two, Two TikToks. Oh.
1: TikToks. Two TikToks. Well, that, and,
2: that, and your theory got an extra TikTok out of it. Thank God. That was a
3: one. This was a one All, I, all I cared about one. on this, this entire was episode was just building up maybe half a TikTok. Half maybe <laughs> half got, a TikTok, you,
1: and I think I got it. If you, if you build up all the half a TikToks you got, that's uh, one and a half TikToks. At, yeah, that's you right. Got
3: hundred, one and a half TikToks. That's right. When so right. we average all this out, We're
1: sitting at it's going to be three, bit better <laughs> Walter Merch needs to call me up and say thank you, Michael. Thank you.
3: Thank hey you guys, for defending my dream.
1: Make sure you join us next week when we're going to review the cult film Mean Girls. I can't wait to talk Ooh. about it. Lindsay Low Hands. That's what I call her. I love her, Low Hands. I can't wait to talk about her messed up life in this movie. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> All right, guys, join us next week.